I find it very entertaining the role that Ananias gets to play in um, Saul's conversion. Um, I can really relate to his fear when um, he gets this message from the Lord. You know, you know that guy who's here to arrest all the Christians? Could you go and um, proclaim the name of Christ to him and <laughs> try and heal him? Um, understandably, he's a little bit reluctant. Um, but the Lord also says that I've already given him a vision telling them that you're coming, so Ananias doesn't have terribly much choice. But he goes, and the, the line in this account of Paul's, um, of Paul's conversion that has always struck me for many, many years, I've been struck by this line, is when the Lord is telling Ananias why he has to go, he says, where is it? Where is it? It's on the next page. Um, he says, you must go all the same because this man is my chosen instrument to bring my name before pagans and pagan kings and before all the people of Israel. This man is my chosen instrument. Um, it's just such a beautiful expression of the Lord's desire for Paul, um, the Lord's almost kind of jealous desire for Paul, that it's like, you know, I, I really want this man to be on my side. Um, I really want to, to draw him into my life and, um, yeah, particularly to get him to, to join in my mission. Um, and we can hear that and, and think that it's perhaps a bit of a utilitarian kind of desire from the Lord that he just, he just thinks, oh, this, this man's got some skills and I've got a job that needs doing, you know, the mission to bring the gospel to the ends of the earth and so therefore Paul will be a good candidate, so I want him on my side. But really... It's out of the love of the Lord that he wants to draw him into his work. Because the, this, this um, verse is really true for every one of us and for every person that, that God wants to um, encounter and to convert, bring into his life. But there's always that, that natural result of coming to know the Lord and coming to be close to him and to share in his life is that we therefore come to share in his mission. When we, when we share in the life of the Lord, we get to know his heart, um, we also come to share in his mission. We want to do the work that he wants to do. When we come close to the Lord, we share in his heart. Therefore, we love every person to the ends of the earth just as much Jesus loves them. And therefore, we want to bring them that life that we've encountered in the Lord. Um, so there isn't uh, a tension here between, you know, Paul being converted for the for the efficient cause of the mission and him being converted because of the Lord's love for him. Um, it's really both come in hand in hand. And so um, we can see this as the, as the desire also behind the, the Lord's desire for every person's conversion. Um, that yes, the Lord has a beautiful plan and a beautiful um, a plan for each person, and he has a unique impact that he wants that person to have in the work of the church, in the mission of spreading the gospel, in bringing his love um, to life in the world. But he also has that intense love for them just to, to draw them to himself. And so we can hear this, we can hear this call um, that the Lord would say about us, that he's chosen us as his instruments, that... He's chosen us, yes, because he loves us and he wants to share his life with us, but he's also chosen us to share in his work in a beautiful, profound way. Maybe, maybe not quite as dramatically as Paul. We're not going to um, 
bring, bring Christianity to half the world. Um, but there are people who the Lord um, has, in, has on your path that he wants you to bring the gospel to. Um, and that's a great gift of his love that he wants to share with you. But also, those people that we're bringing the gospel to, the Lord has a plan for them, of the impact that he wants them to have in the church, of the way that he wants his gospel brought into the world, the way that he wants his, his love brought to life in humanity that only they can. And so it's important that we draw these people into the Lord's life, invite them into that encounter so that they can um, share in that beautiful, glorious thing of doing the work of the Lord. Um, and, of course, the Lord has no need of our help to bring his gospel to the ends of the earth. Um, he can do it himself. He can just kind of speak to people out of the blue. He doesn't need us to do it for him. He could just kind of turn every billboard in the world into a great message of his love and the truth of the gospel. But he wants us to do it. He wants the gospel to be incarnate. Um, he wants uh, people's lives to be encountered by the gospel through people that they know, who, through people who they're encountering. And so um, it's, yeah, we should never um, think of this work of the gospel as a way that, that God is simply using us, using us as a tool, um, as simply an instrument, just something to get his job done. But it's because of his love that he wants to share this, this work of his heart with us that he wants to share with us his love for the world, that he wants to share with us the, the great gift of bringing his name to the world and bringing his name before those who don't know him yet. And so um, as we walk with the Lord as his disciples, it's only natural that we would share in his love for others and that we would then take up ourselves this work of bringing his name, bringing his love and his glory before those who we encounter in our daily life, especially those who don't yet know him.